0: Hey there, good afternoon. And I am so sorry that I missed you on Tuesday. Um, I had some things come up that I had to attend to. But I hope you guys are doing good. Hey James, how's it going, this afternoon, man? I was actually going to do a, a double session. But I think the information that I'm fixing to talk to you about is so intense that I um, am just gonna keep it a single. We may go over a little bit today, but I think it's really gonna encourage you to understand what you're walking through. And so um, with that, I guess I'm gonna jump right into this today, but I hope you guys are having a great week getting ready for your weekend. Good to see everybody this afternoon showing up on Facebook and YouTube. Thanks so much guys, and even over here on Twitch. So it's just good to see everybody. It's really good to see everybody. Um, it's, it's been quite a week actually for me. So, um, but getting better, always, always better. Um, but let's jump in. Let's just jump right into the topic matter today. Uh, the 15 minute rep, tri- the, uh, title for today is called the tribe of Dan versus your personality. You understand the Masarov versus the Zodiac We're called to be sons and daughters of Issachar knowing the signs and the times I believe that means two different things. Actually, signs mean harbingers. They also mean your own personality. Hello, God invented it all. The enemy hijacked it all. Hey, good afternoon, Cynthia. He hijacked it all, um, trying to get us into his likeness versus who Christ meant for us to become as the Maseroff depicts. I'm gonna give Chris Carter a shout out about that. He did a lot of research there. So go check out his website, Discover the Heavens. He can talk to you more about the Maseroff in the book of Revelations, but the title, The tribe of Dan versus your personality in January. And the Lord says, Stop scheming. Stop scheming. You don't have to scheme your way through. You don't have to swindle your way through um, in order to achieve out of the old and into the new. He's just asking for you to change a few things and to work with them on a few things. And then the last part of the title is called Peace Through Chaos. If you know anything about 2023, if you've been listening to the prophetic words coming forth, I've been listening to the different prophets. I track with various true prophets, um, not religious prophets. If you've got a mixture in there, I'm just going to tell you outright, um, anybody operating in a spirit of religion, it's got a mixture going on. And um, that means that they're mixing the holy with the unholy. And that's good and well. God honored that in the past season for a season because it's all we knew. But now we know better. We are all held accountable for what we know. And so, um, but God is having the prophets, the true prophets, talk about what we're looking at here in 2023 And I've talked a little bit about it myself with regard to the pressure that's coming, more chaos, things like that. So I was listening to a little bit about Jesse Duplantis, Greffalo Dollar, these guys, really authentic prophets, um, and what they had to say what the Lord was showing them. And it's the same thing that what the Lord's been showing me. But we, we have to be aligned with God this year in order to be protected. But in order to get aligned, you've got to get rid of a few things. And you've got to be willing to be willing to change. In order to get rid of those things and so i'm going to talk to you today about how when god brings you out of the past war season thank you god i'll drop that into my screen here i'm going to bring in the clock that god had me make and i know you can't see it as well i'll try to make it as big as i can so you can see a little bit better but i'm gonna leave this up on the board today for you to look at while i'm talking to help you get a better understanding of past war seasons and how important it is to come out of past war seasons and to obey the Lord every step of the way. Because not only do you have to worry about knowing the signs and the times, knowing your own personality, knowing your own weaknesses, but also knowing, uh, as you step into new timing or a new level in Christ, you have to understand that even though we're stepping into a new level, there are new spiritual laws operating there. So with that, as we come out of past four seasons, you're looking at about the 10 o'clock on the dartboard lower right part of the board. You're gonna see Capricorn and Dan. Hey, Susan Berger. It's good to see you, man. Always good to see you here. But you're going to notice and, and I'm not this isn't have anything to do with new age. So swipe on if that's what you're thinking. This is I love you. But no, just if you're not going to listen, then <laughs> swipe on. That's a spirit of religion. But so. What God is teaching us in this time, in order to get realigned, we have to understand the parts of ourselves that aren't aligned with Christ, the parts of our generations that weren't aligned with Christ. Because God's coming back for a pure and spotless bride, a warring bride, but a bride without blemishes, okay? A mature bride. And so when we come into the new year, which is the tribe of Dan, And the sign of Capricorn, that the Capricorn part is the fleshly side of anybody born in that birth month. That's the devil's clock, the devil's heart, which you're looking at on my page here. You're looking at the Maseroth version, but I've combined the two so so I wouldn't have to have so many things on my board. But it helps you walk through the year understanding the four quadrants of God's heart as we step into Dan, the tribe of Dan, you have to understand that when we hit a new level, God's doing a new thing on that new level, okay? Brand new thing, brand new set of laws, new level, new devil, we get it, great. So what we've learned in the past, and as we come up, see, as front runners, this is a front runner ministry, so as front runners, God uses this ministry to burst the whole body through. His objective is to burst the whole body through. no respect of persons, what he does for what he does for all. So even though you've been obedient, maybe on this level, to get free, get delivered, so you can continue front running, not everybody on the lower levels is obedient. That's why we have, I want to say 75% of the body, 80% of the body stuck in some point of contraction point two, or in one of the other quadrants of God's heart. <clears throat> they get stuck because of the refusal to change or because of lack of knowledge. So we start in the new year. And we've come out of this war season. And what we're seeing is a lot of unclean people trying to operate in higher levels of the spirit. Remember, as the light gets lighter, the darkness gets darker. So we've got people trying to climb the mountain. The front runners are those who have been obedient are still being pulled upwards in their obedience. And they're helping to pull everybody else up with them. So you're pulling a lot of the immature people that have been disobedient up into deeper darkness, believe it or not, because they're not prepared for the higher levels of warring that are coming down upon them. Does this make sense to you? Does this make sense to you? So you have to change, you have to be willing to change. In order to war at these higher levels because it's great and fine for everybody to learn about the courts of heaven or learn all these new intercession tools. That's great. But if you're not equipped and cleaned up to deal with the devils on those levels, they're going to eat your lunch. And that's what we're seeing happen right now. We see a lot of immature people trying to utilize the courts of heaven and they're abusing not only the courts of heaven, but their fivefold giftings. And they're then taking those weapons and they're abusing other members of the body of Christ it's nothing new under the Sun it's like putting a loaded gun into the hands of a two-year-old So God's demanding this hour thank you Holy Spirit he's demanding this hour that we get cleaned up Hence, the shift out of the old season into the new it's an opportunity for a new thing it's an opportunity for you to choose to do things a new way that's what the new year stands for it's not just New Year's resolutions in the natural it's also things by the Spirit the tribe of Dan is indicative of a tribe who disobeyed. Now, if you notice the inner court, there's an outer court of the 12 tribes. Look at the outer, then come into the inner and you'll see the higher dimensions of God's gates, the lower dimensions of God's gates. Isn't it coincidental that the first gate of the inner courts is the gate of obedience? Notice that? Can you see it on my my gate thing there? Inner court gates as you're trying to move deeper into the heart of God. So you're Looking then at your, your job every month then is to look at the tribal, the tribal group that you're going to be walking through, the zodiac group you're going to be walking through, and then the inner court gates you're going to be walking through, as well as gating the gates, amending the gates of progression. Four things you're going to have to attend to every month: Your outer court gates, your inner court gates, progression progression gates. What did I just say? <laughs> I'm so tired. Zodiac tribe, inner gates, progression gates. Four things you're going to have to attend to every month if you're going to continue moving. And by the way, if you're not anointed, that's part of the, uh, what comes with getting free is you attain a higher anointing, to walk in these higher places. That's what deliverance does for you. And I was talking to somebody the other day, and as much as I love and care about you guys out there, um, you tell me, and I appreciate your, your emails and stuff like that. It's, it's wonderful, but This new season is going to require a whole lot more instead of just a little dabble, do you, for deliverance. Well, I went and got deliverance over here and they took me through this and this and that. No, I'm talking about every time you meet with God. Every single time you meet with God, it needs to become your everyday normal thing that you're going to be going through as a body of Christ. If you're going to catch up and you're going to get into position. Because some people are so far behind, it'll be a miracle if God catches you up. I might be negative. I'm just telling you the truth. But what can you expect to see in others, even other ministries this year? We're seeing it already. We're seeing it already. Um, we're seeing people still trying to fight in an old wineskin. They're not stepping into the new. They're still trying, they're reacting instead of responding. Um, and it's because they're continuing to fight and be. Um, they're trying to provide for themselves. Actually, they're still trying to be their own God. So I Remember when I told you when I was talking about mid-December, how we came into December feeling like it was, we were on active duty. That's what I felt like. And then I hit mid-December and the Lord told me, every, like overnight things shifted. And the Lord said, Missy, enjoy the rest of your holiday season. Enjoy the rest of your holiday season. And so I thought, wow, that's that's interesting. Okay, and I didn't understand it until I got into January when he started talking to me about the tribe of Dan and explaining to me about how there were vessels attempting to move into higher things of the spirit, but they lacked the heart transformation needed to operate at those higher levels. So at the end of the age, what we're expecting is to see many big platforms who think they've moved higher and they might have. But internally, heart wise, they have not. And it's what's getting many people are going to get many people disqualified or cause them to fall away because of the darkness, getting ready to eat their lunch. It's why it's important for you to be on these calls or to even join us at Ezekielswell.org. We'd love to help get you cleaned up. We do it every time we meet and you get fast results. I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you how faithful God is. He's very, very faithful. You show up, he shows up. But it's to help you get cleaned up so you can step into your high calling. And by the way, what's the best news of the day is, you know, I've said this a million times. We're seeing people, the true prophets of God, we're seeing the true hearted prophets of God step up to the platform. And so we're starting to see a differentiation between the old wineskin and the new move, the new wine. Because the new wine is very, very pure. And you can't come into it unless you have a pure heart, a cleaned up heart. So if you don't think you've got any problems, then good luck. Good luck I'll pray for you but you get what you get and so it's coming into this place now I believe God's bringing us into this place where we're learning to trust him in all things okay which is going back to the rest of the season enjoy the rest of this season the rest of January that's what we've stepped into that's why things shifted overnight and it kind of I think blew people's minds because they were like what is that And everything feels so different on this level. It's like the warfare ceased, everything ceased, your enemies from past seasons ceased. They just disappeared. And that was what was prophesied actually by John Kilpatrick. He said, your enemies, you're going to be looking for your enemies. They're going to be, where are they? Where are they? They're gone. They've gotten stuck in past seasons, past realms. They can't touch you anymore. (laughs) Bye-bye. That's what you're saying to him bye-bye so anyway i believe it's a major factor in the end times that we're seeing now as many will begin to fall away having their love grow cold because although we attain knowledge we have to attain transformation within god's spirit or we're only operating in our flesh and the darkness will creep up on you and so the tribe of dan actually proves this point beautifully with his warlike fleshly nature and you know when i was studying this yesterday I was really surprised to find this out. I was very surprised to find out that Samson was a Danite. First of all, I knew that. I'd heard that before, but I was very surprised to find out God's intention with the tribe of Dan was to create a whole tribe of Samson's. I believe that's what God is creating with this new warring bride is to make them like a tribe of Samson's that screwed up in the past. But God is giving you a second chance now. And so we have a lot of people vying for your position, vying. They want what they think that they want what you've got, but the God's not getting to give it to them. He's already giving you your birthright. Can't be taken away. It's irrevocable. Can't hold it back from me. It, it's so funny how the court is revealing all these things. And I was talking to our teams about this same thing this morning. Because um, as, again, as we learn all these new tools in the courts of heaven, the Lord was talking to me about that. And um, he actually had us, we were, were, we're learning about resting at his feet. And he's been talking to us and he talked to us about this yesterday about how this new level is so different from any other place we've ever stepped into because he said, Missy, what you don't understand, because we were asking him in the courts, is there any reason why you, you could not accept this court case? And he said, yes. He said, you need to ask me if I'm willing to take up your case. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. So he started to explain to me, he said, Missy, the purpose of the courts are to reveal your heart condition to you. Hi, Amber. Good afternoon. Welcome. But the purpose of the courts are to show your heart condition to you. To help you see what's really inside you. And if you're not willing to get honest with me, I can't help you. Because you have to be willing to be willing so that God can change you. And so if God, if you didn't bring your case to the Lord, if you're the one making the accusations, if you're the one trying to make the judgments, if you're the one using the word of God in malice, or hello, using the spirit of the living God in malice when he's a holy God, he did not give you permission to use that word. God says in Lamentations 3, 37 to 38, if something, if God didn't speak it, it has to fall to the ground. You have to seek the true king's decree. See what God has to say about a matter. You want to know why? Because he's omniscient and he's already in the future of everybody that pertains to your matter he knows what got everybody in that position and by the way, what if you're in a test It'd be what if you're in a testing season, which brings us back to the tribe of Dan as well because Dan Dan's biggest dilemma let's go back let's let's narrow it down to Samson Samson's biggest dilemma was that Samson always reacted instead of responded in love he didn't know how to allow god to fight his battles for him and and he was a strong guy samson was really profoundly strong he could he knocked down the pillars of the philistines temple he used the jawbone of an ass to kill no no matter i mean thousands and thousands of philistines so he was very very gifted as a warrior But regardless of that, regardless of how gifted we are or how blessed we are with an anointing, we still have to realize God is sovereign in all situations. It's his kingdom come, his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's based on uh, Matthew 4, 14 through 15, where it states that God's kingdom come, his will be done. At the end of the day, God is sovereign in all matters. So if we're not seeking him about a situation and we're going in, Matthew seven twelve states, judge not lest you be judged. We're seated beside him in heavenly places, Colossus 3, 1, 3. 3. But if you don't understand um, who is God and you've got your rear seat seated in his throne, on his throne, guess he's going to get the rear kicked out of his throne, out of his, out of his chair. Because he's not going to share his glory with anybody. Everything you have, all your gifts, all the anointings are on loan to you. Yes, they are irrevocable, but they're on loan to you. Okay? Everything about it is God's. Everything about your life is God's. And so God was teaching us about judging, making false accusations, making legal deals with the devil versus doing things through the Lord of love. You've heard about the trading floors. How many times? I don't think people are are teaching these leaders aren't teaching about the trading floors when you make demonic trades with the devil you trade the truth for lie and these are the areas of your heart these are your blind spots where we've refused to look at the truth about ourselves remember i talked to you about i think it was last friday about the elephant in the room not being willing to deal with the elephant in the room and what if that elephant is you where so many people have to walk and walk on eggshells around you and your dysfunction so god was explaining all that to us but he was explaining that he is the only judge the only one who can bring a case against somebody and he's the only one he makes the sentencing against those even those who persecute us so again i take you back to the idea of maybe you are in a test for past injustices which gives all the more reason why as you hit a new level why you need to obey the inner court gate is the first gate of obedience lord what do you have to say about this situation how do i walk through this situation so i don't break your law so i don't give you reason to have a court case against me and there are different sets there that we deal with people on there are unbelievers versus believers i believe god still wants us to operate in love for both Lest how they're going to know we're his. And so there's a way that seems right to a man. There's a way that feels right sometimes when you're really angry, but the end is death. So there are consequences for every action that you step into. Okay? So, as we bring our cases before him, we need to ask him to hear the case if he's even willing to, because only God knows the end from the beginning. So it's a trust issue we have to be trusting we have to be willing to rest at his feet asking him what he has to say about what we're what we're concerned about So where we're at currently i've already explained that about the outer court the inner court gates but our main focus in this season is to maneuver into his glory okay he's trying to get us into the glory getting us ready for revival And it's based on John 14, 23, where Jesus was asking them, if anyone who loves me will obey my teaching, my Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. We're in a season right now where Christ is looking for a people group to tabernacle over. He's looking for a group of people who are willing to be willing to change and be changed. And let me tell you what what got Dan tripped up. Okay, if you know anything, and let me back up real quickly before I tell you this part about it. As we hit, if you come into the new year, I've talked to you about C1, C2, C3, and C4. I hate C2. I'm just going to be honest with you. I just hate it. It's a lot of pressure, but it's until you get into the glory, will that cease? But in C2, which is April 30th through about September 15th, you start maneuvering through a lot of pressure and a lot of fire. There's two kinds of fire you move through, which strange fire, holy fire, which is a process, part of the process where you start attaining the mind of Christ. OK, you're being really highly transformed. And every day you get to choose do, during that process, during that time period, to choose the things of God. You're choosing truth, choosing truth, choosing truth, and you're not living a lie anymore. So you're coming out of the witchcraft, strange fire is witchcraft, and you're stepping into all truth. You're coming into all truth. So as you move out of September 15th, that's through the eye of the needle, usually around that time period, or usually August, September, end of the year. Then you move into September, August, September, October, November. October's the month, the eye of the needle, let me back up, the eye of the needle is an inspection time where God inspects you to see if you've been approved to come higher in him. The October is the judgment month, and it's a fight between the serpent and the eagle side of yourself. Are you going to go back to Egypt like a dog to your vomit and go back to your old ways like a serpent, a snake? Or are you going to come higher into higher level living into the next realm with God's spirit? It's all up to you. It's all up to you. Let's go back to Dan and what they represented. Their tribal symbols are the scales and the serpent and the snake. They've already got some weaknesses operating there. They were descendants of the tribe of Dan, are said to be found in modern-day Wales, Ireland, Scotland, Northern England, and even Denmark, as well as the United States. Okay, so their gemstone is said to be a sapphire. Sapphires are blue. They stand for revelation. They're supposed to be walking in constant revelation. And as we move through the tribe of Dan, we're learning who they are and how we maneuver through their month, their weaknesses, and their strengths. Okay, we know they're strong warriors. Now we know that they have a fleshly tendency to them. Okay? The only reason I, this is our team stuff that I teach, that God shows me revelation on, I normally never put this stuff out for the public. But because so many people are behind, and, and we want you cleaned up. We want you cleaned up. I don't care how you do it. Go get cleaned up. If it's with us, great. If not, great. Fine. But if you're called the front run, you have to be called to do this. it's you don't have the grace and it'll eat your lunch but it is a season for getting clean and getting pure and spotless blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see god so god is teaching us now then how to navigate and to navigate correctly through his heart so that we stay aligned with him as he moves us through the new dimension into a new realm that we're now standing in hopefully you're there if you didn't Um, And and I believe a lot of people came up, but a lot of people think that because they feel that sense of reprieve, ah, I'm off the hook. No, you're not. You're not off the hook, actually. Just because God brought you up was because of somebody else's faithfulness and obedience. He's no respecter of persons. What he does for one, he does for all. But just because you came up doesn't mean you're ready for this level. You Have to get cleaned up in order to war here or the enemy will eat your lunch and you will find that out. Thank you, Holy Spirit. This is new to me, too. You will find that out how you've been when you hit this new C2 this year. Because it's going to be a bear. The, the harder it is, it sh- C2 should be getting easier for you. Easier for you to navigate through. Because you should be getting so cleaned up every year that they become less and less effective against your vessel. That's the purification process. And that's interesting, too. I just learned something new. So the tribe of Dan is the new level where God's people have been coming out of heavy warring. And we've been inspected, then judged, and then January is the first month in the new place where we're learning how to rest in God in this new level, the resting place. And resting can be very difficult for a manipulative personality or a Jezebel. It can be very, very difficult for somebody who's demanding to be the Lord of their own life, not to mention everybody else's. Hello, you elephants in the room. I love you. Just shooting straight with you. And so it's difficult then for a warrior who's had to war their way through the past six months through heavy warfare. So it might feel kind of foreign to you to just stop and allow God to take the reins from you. I mean, it kind of freaked me out. (laughs) It's like, whoa, this is brand new because it was vastly different on this level this time. And I knew we'd hit a new season and a new place where God is saying, trust me, trust me, trust me. And we find out real quick where you don't trust him. So he's also a fine tuning place, and it's a brand new place of rest. And so God, he states it here. He's talking about the tribe of Dan, and he's talking about Jacob blessing his sons. And he said, "God has vindicated me. He's listened to my plea and given me a son because of this." She named him Dan. Genesis thirty verses six. Dan's name in Hebrew is translated as judge the verb den pardon me which means to judge or govern that was what he was supposed to do and he did Samson did for about 20 years so it's in this new place is where we're supposed to be learning how to govern the land this new level of land God's given us so in Jacob's blessing is actually a reference to his wife's words where she said Dan will provide justice for his people as one of the tribes of Israel Genesis 49 16 I mean, so we're learning then how to rule and reign with God in these higher realms of his heart. and With each new realm, we're seeing that there are new sets of laws. Oh, my goodness. For us to learn about so that we know how to govern correctly. Which means the higher you go, the closer you get to love, the more expectation God's going to have on you operate in his ways or you will not be allowed near him. Hi, Joyce Romer. Oh, it's a blessing. It's good to see you, ma'am. It's a new place where we see that Dan was indeed a judge. That was his initial, that was God's initial plan for him. And he was used by God to assist people in working out the different issues in that day. It was actually a large number of people, of warriors, and Moses, when he led the people of the children out of Israel, out of Egypt, um, they were so large, they were the largest group out of all the tribes. Larger than the tribe of Manasseh, they outnumbered the tribe of Ephraim, They outnumbered the tribe of Manasseh two to one, and Ephraim, they outnumbered them three to one. So Moses gave his last blessings to the children of Israel, and he said of Dan, he said, Dan is a lion's cub springing out of Bashan, Deuteronomy 33, 22. And he proclaimed that Dan and his tribe would be a spirited and robust tribe of warriors. They wouldn't quit they wouldn't quietly sit on the sidelines but instead they would spring forth like leaps and so what's interesting and this is indicative of the, the body of Christ today is that we find out in January who is who remember the prophetic words that are coming forth from a lot of the prophets that 2023 was gonna be a year of truth we're gonna find out who's who <clears throat> in past seasons it hasn't been as apparent. you don't find out or I didn't really you can't really differentiate until you get further into the year, to me, in past seasons. But this year, we're seeing it right now. We're seeing everything black and white, all of, just clear as day. You're seeing who's who. And so Dan was supposed to have been a tribe that were people that didn't sit on the sidelines. They, they didn't, they wanted, to be in the, they wanted to be in the fight. But when you read this, this scripture, what you're seeing is a dichotomy of the tribe of Dan where it says Gilead stayed beyond the Jordan. And Dan, why did they linger by the ships? Asher remained on the coast and stayed in its coves. Judges 5:17. Because the tribe of Dan, if you know anything about them, they were a seafaring tribe and they loved to sail the seas. And so in the song, she's calling out the tribe of Dan for staying on their ships and refusing to fight, refusing to get free, refusing to be changed refusing to keep pressing on they stayed the same and they were referring to their warlike tendencies trying to fight their own fight so it's a very contradictive statement but i believe this is actually a reflection of the fact of what many in the body of christ are like now like the israelites then who chose not to cross over and move into the promised land With those who had been obedient but instead they kept choosing to war and they learned to regret their own disobedience remember we're trying to the inner court gate is the gate of obedience so this is a month of obedience you're in a month of rest where God's giving you instruction you're sitting at the king's feet you're getting new dreams you're you're taking care of old dreams from past seasons that you're continuing to pray through through the clock of time and you're continuing to bring those blessings with you Higher and higher and God's inspecting them he's inspecting you to see if you can attain them yet if you're ready has your character been honed yet have you been ready for position for your calling yet that's we're all in the month of january is where all this stuff is acquired and then we're going to walk you when we i don't know i haven't asked the lord about that yet i'm going to ask him about it but this is a crucial month it's crucial enough for me this out publicly because I'm I'm tired of seeing people get stuck I'm tired of seeing leaders get stuck I'm tired of seeing the body act like a bunch of buffoons and beat up on each other because they think they're all that in a bag of chips because of the little bitty weapons that you learned about in the courts of heaven when God's saying you don't know nothing you don't have any power without me and hello Ephesians 2 18 Jesus is the one who gives us that power he gives us access to the Father can't take that away. I'm seeing some of the most ludicrous things happen in the courts of heaven from some of these people practicing and using these weapons outside of God's will. Hello, you cannot go against God's will. If it's not his will, not his way, not his truth, it will fall to the ground. Lamentations 3, 37, 38. And by the way, if God didn't pick up a case, if he didn't have aught with the person, but you do, guess whose problem it is? He knows the heart of every person. It looks like somebody's got a heart condition if you've got all and god does not i'm seeing this a lot in the body of christ so we see a lot of people in the body of christ stuck in their flesh and they think they're they're okay and they're in denial and they're Some of them are big leaders and they refuse to get cleaned up. Hello, what happens at the head trickles down like the oil in the beard of Aaron and God's in the cleanup process. If you still want to be relevant and being used by God in future seasons, then you need to get off your duff and start letting him clean you up. Because you're holding up your sheep. And that's what's going to be the cause of many sheep in 2023 being moved to other ministries because of the lack of obedience from leaders, not listening to God in past seasons. God is not going to hold back the faithful because of one person's disobedience. He says it in his word. He's no respecter of persons. So these are things to consider if you're in leadership anywhere. So because Dan's disobedience, because of the disobedience, they learned to regret it. For Dan, it cost them their ruling abilities, their chiefly abilities, their princeship. Because the tribe of Dan were supposed to have had been a tribe of warrior leaders. The leaders who refused to cross over. Again, leave their sheep in disarray because they're not ready for the next level of warring. Their atmospheres become chaotic. Jezebel's allowed in. And then real havoc begins to break out because now the devil's made way into your house. And they begin taking and attempting to take lamb without the proper tools needed for that season and level of the spirit. They become oppressed like the tribe of Dan. Like they were by the Philistines. And then many begin to fight in the spirit, or excuse me, fighting in the natural, in the flesh, in their attempt to hold on to things that God gave them. So Dan, going back to him, he was the son of Jacob, and this was what Jacob prophesied. Now, Jacob, a father knows their children. Jacob knew his children. Check out what he prophesied over his son. And it tells it all right here. This is the blessing given for Dan. He said, Dan will provide justice for his people as one of the tribes of Israel. This is the key. The next sentence is the key. But Dan will be a snake. Dan will, let me rephrase that. Dan will be a fleshly vessel by the roadside, a viper along the path, always biting people, attacking people, trying to fight their own battles with people without God that bites at the horse's heels so that its riders tumble backwards. Basically, to me, that means Dan, people that are stuck in this warring nature. And they're in the flesh still by this time in the year, they're going to cause other people to try to tumble backwards to stay back. Have you ever, have you, I used to tell people this at CCTC all the time. We used to tell our, our clients there because there, there are three types of mindsets that most people carry. And you need to get rid of them all. You need to get rid of them all. The first one is two birds of a feather flock together. Um, second one is uh, two peas in a pod. And the third one is two wrongs make a right. Wrong. Wrong. Because when one of those birds starts flying in another direction, you send the other one catapulting because he can't deal with the change that the first one's going through. So this stands for the people who are willing to be changed by Christ this season versus those who are unwilling to be changed or come out from beneath the apparatus of religion. And a lot of people have been raised in America in the western culture where that was the the uh what do you say the structure? It's the structure around the church. It's it was within many many, many of the churches in America. So the spirit-led church is very rare in our culture. And but like it or not, God operates where he's allowed to operate. So he's allowed to operate in these churches that don't have this structure. So if you're caught up in it, it's all you've ever known. It's going to be kind of hard for you to break out, but you've got to be willing to be willing. And you've got to be willing to get honest with God to, to show you aspects of your heart where that structure is in place, as well as its mindsets. There are mindsets that work with it. And so, because unless, unless you deal with it, you're going to be one of these, Fleshly type of vessels that tries to hold everybody else back because of your own fears of being left behind. That's really what that's all about. And so we're in a season now. Jacob just described his son. And the last part of that scripture was this He said, I look for your deliverance, Lord. Jacob said this at the end of that scripture, Genesis 49 16 through 18. So Jacob knew this young man needed deliverance. there are several things about the blessing that Jacob was absolutely hundred percent about uh, correct about that Dan would judge Israel this is part of the blessing that was fulfilled by Samson for 20 years and we find the judgment confirmation that he led Israel in judges and then he claimed that Jacob would become idolatrous here we go and would become like the serpent in the Garden of Eden tempting people Tempting people with their own sin. Because they would lose their faithfulness to God. You know, I was thinking about this the past couple of days. You know how we start off in our walks with the Lord and we start off so strong and we're so passionate. And I don't know about you, that's how I was. And, and then as you walk through a few fights and you walk through a few injustices, it kind of wears on you. It kind of plays on you a little bit. And without love, without a fellowship with God, I think Jesse Duplantis said it best. He operates uh, not just in relationship with God, but in fellowship with God. And I believe that's contingent about where God has taken the body for those who will obey in this season. God doesn't just want relationship with you. He wants fellowship. He wants you resting at his feet, finding out what he has to say about everything in your life. But I think that because of the, the past 30 years of warring, It's taken a toll on the body of Christ, that it's taken a toll on people's psyches and on their uh, their impression about who they thought God was versus who he says he is. And, And so this is the truth of that. Just because you got disappointed in God because things didn't work out your way. What if I were to tell you that he wasn't the one who stepped away from the relationship? You were. Through bad attitudes. Through disappointment not getting things your way. When the reality of that was that you weren't willing to do things Yahweh's way. You were the one who demanded your own way. Love never demands its own way. What if if I were to tell you that, and this, I'm just free flowing right now. This wasn't even in my notes. But, you know, it it was interesting to me because I used to be better about this as a young person than I have been about it as an older adult an older Christian, because when I was younger, I had so much trust in God. Holy green behind the ears, just walked on blind faith. God said it. Okay, it's done. Boom. Then it showed up, got what I asked for. My little McDonald's drive through mentality back then. Um, But, and I trusted him. I trusted him. I knew that if people wronged me, he'd work it out for my good. I used to have this thing in my heart where someone would hurt me deeply. I would always tell the Lord, I'm just looking to see what good you're going to bring out of this guy. Show me the good that you're going to bring out of this. And every single time you would, every time. And so now we, we run through a few heavier, through heavier battles and we've walked through a few more deeper, deeper hurts. that We never intended on walking through and it takes its toll. It takes its toll. Because if you're a human being, you want to know why. Why, God? I've I've done everything you've asked me to do. I've been trying to be faithful. I've been trying to be true. I didn't ask for that person to behave like that. But unless you have been taught about the love of God and about who the Father is and about God's sovereignty and about testing and understanding that God reigns on the just and the unjust alike, he He allows all these types of testings to hone our character. And so if we don't know we're in a test, Job didn't know he was in a test. Job didn't know who he was to God. Ooh, this is new too. But God found him worthy. And what if I were to tell you, Joseph, Job, that God found you worthy? So. You're in a season now where God's saying, okay, the testing season has shifted now. And that's what every year acts as, by the way, is a testing season. You're walking through C1, 2, 3, and 4, test after test after test after test to make you more into his image. But if you get stuck there and you refuse to change because of some aspect of your character that you refuse to acknowledge, that's not going to change the fact that God's still going to be true to himself. He cannot deny himself. But he can deny you access to his heart and to the deeper things of God. So you'll just you will come up, but you won't come deeper into the things of the spirit. You won't come closer to him where you would have had the tools that you would have needed to fight on the next level. That brings us into this next place. So. You know, if you know anything about Jacob, Jacob, before he started, he was a schemer. He was a big schemer and he was always. He was a manipulator, always trying to help people along. His mother was, too. Um, Esau and Jacob, if you know anything about that story. I was actually going to go into a little bit about it before God just brought it up in my spirit. And where God had initially planned to give Jacob the birthright. But his father changed his mind and wanted to give it to Esau. And the mother heard about it, and the mother went out and told Jacob, and so they schemed against the Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And Jacob got what he wanted. He was a schemer. He was a swindler. But, you know, in this season, we're dealing with a holy God who can't be schemed. He can't be bought. He's not going to be manipulated by your demands and by our refusal to deal with parts of ourselves. He has to be true to himself. And so what? going back to Dan, what got them into trouble was that they made idols. They worshipped idols and they lost their focus on what God had initially told them to do as he was trying to move them forward. And, and you know, this is funny too, because I've, I was talking to our teams about this today, about have you ever met those people who mark my page? Have you ever met those people who they brag about their weakness ever heard people in your family say well you don't want to mess with old uncle bob blah 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 because uncle bob will whoop your blah 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 he's got it. when he gets hot he gets hot blah." that's an idol that's an idol and that's not god there's no love in that that's not love's ways that's not the god i know or i've seen it in ministries well you don't want to i've heard somebody say in a ministry that a leader um say well, if you get into my worship space, I'll push you back. You're not taking my ground as though that's something to brag about. What an ass. Let's just call you what you are. Kind of jerky behavior. There's no love in that. So we see how these people make idols. Of, and it's an, in, it's, it's an indicative of a, of a trait of pride. Hello, pride goes before fall. But these are the things that got Dan in trouble. And these are the things that get many people in the body in trouble when they worship any aspect or any other spirit or any part of uh, outside of Christ, anything outside of God. So there's a way that seems right to to a man or woman, but the end is death. And so in this season, God's saying there are no shortcuts. There are no shortcuts to come into kingdom. There are no shortcuts through the courts of heaven. There are no shortcuts in prayer or anywhere in life only way you're going to enter in is through the process of moving through my deliverance my cleaning learn how to come back to the basics of love so we learned as we moved further in the conversation that as the dan the tribe of dan moved forward they got deeper into idol worship they went so far, they became so desperate because they knew at this point, I believe that they were in trouble. So they went as far as to steal Micah's idols. Micah was a priest, if you know anything about him. And so they asked him to be priest for their tribe. They were no longer, I believe, hearing from the Lord. Because God can't be where sin is, so he draws back. The more we demand our own way, the more he's saying, OK, go ahead. He draws his spirit back and we get further and further and further away. So this tribe knew they were in trouble. They recruited an innocent group of people to come in and lead them. Help, here, we'll use your five-fold giftings. That's what Balaam's prophets do. That's what people that get in trouble in the five-fold ministry do. When they know that they're out of alignment with God, but they refuse to deal with their own heart condition. They go connect to people who are aligned. Hello, I don't throw my pearls before any pig. The only person that's going to use my vessel is the Lord Jesus Christ only. I don't care if you're a leader. I don't care if you're, I don't care if you're the president of the United States. I don't care if you're not aligned then and you are asking me to do something evil for you you can go jump take a long walk off a short pier but this is what's happening in the body of Christ right now we have so many people misaligned and then they go connect to people that are innocent who innocently have good intentions towards others oh yes I want to help you and maybe they don't have an identity so they're like oh yes I'll help you I'll plug in with my gifts and I'll Help you be used by use better analogy, really. But that's what Dan did. <sighs> that's based in Judges 18 14 through 19, by the way. So, God is the God of love. Where if we know love, it's always others oriented. We're not trying to have our own agenda, we're not trying to scheme. Hello, like Delilah did with Samson, because that's what they were setting the tribe of Dan up for. And the tribe of dan was setting up michael's house for a lot of you have been set up with you have a lot of schemers around you a lot of people who demand their own way they're not doing it god's way because they're determined to be god and they have played god in their own life and everybody else's for so long they don't know how to step out of that position and god's like in this season you will be forced to if you do not comply he told me that the other night about a certain person operating in this season who has been demanding their own ways he said because they didn't comply they lost it, they lost it all. God's forcing people to get their hands off His people in this hour. If there are these types of personalities and they're operating with these spirits, it's a Delilah spirit, the scheming spirit of Jacob, spirit of Jacob. So the Lord said, "You're bought with a price, and you're here to serve me. I'm not here to serve you, although Jesus did come to serve, but he's the master worth the servant no matter how hard things get. And so the Lord said, get it right. Get it straight. Let's get the story straight. I'm God and you're not. That's what the Lord is saying to all of us right now. He's God and we're not. He is sovereign. And so what happened to Dan was that the Danites set themselves up through idol worship and they were taken captive in the land as were these innocent people that they connected themselves with from Micah's tribe. Well, everybody's affected by one person's sin. Do you understand that? It doesn't just hit one person and affect one person. Your sin affects everybody around you. And it will affect, if you're in leadership, it will affect all those that serve underneath you. And you know what's so interesting about this is that it speaks about the tribe of Dan being absent from the book of Revelations. And if you look at the book of Revelations, it speaks of what the Messiah tells the Apostle John that he will choose 144,000 special servants from the 12 tribes of Israel. It's Revelation 7, 1 through 8, where he chooses 12,000 out of each tribe. But it's interesting because he chose double from the tribe of Joseph, or Ephraim, in Manasseh's portion. And we find at least some of the answers in the book of Judges, but we know that they attacked the tribe of Dan. They attacked Laish and turned to idolatry. They were worshiping everything but the true and living god most likely if it's in this day and time i'd bet 10 to 1 it's the spirit of religion that people are operating in and that they're worshiping they think that they're worshiping god but their version of god is who they think he is versus who he says he is they don't have any true revelation a body without a spirit is dead they're not spirit-filled and so they were slow to repent of their sins so what we see is that the tribe has been missing from the list of tribes of Revelation 7 4 through 8 and they weren't a part of the 144,000 Jewish witnesses for the tribulation period so it's interesting though to note <clears throat> they did appear again in Ezekiel 48 1 through 2 and Ezekiel 48 32 but these were the tribes that went in these were the tribes that went in and that was they're listed by name at the northern frontier. The dam would have a portion, and it would follow the Ethelon Road to Lebo, Hamath, Ezar, Enan, and the northern border of Damascus next to Hamath will be the part of its border with its east side of the west side. To the west side. But they ended up having to settle for seconds. That's what happened to Dan. So tell me that again, Holy Spirit. Can you show me that again, please? Um with Dan you know, I, I was telling our teams this morning, you know, when we come into the, the month of January and we're letting God inspect our dreams while giving us new dreams, new goals, um, and we're letting him inspect our hearts and we're letting him put his finger on things to clean us up. See, C1 is the quadrant of God's heart for cleanup, heavy duty cleanup. And it should be a preparation time that prepares you for C2, for the pressure of C2. If you didn't do what you should have been doing in C1, C2 is going to be a bear for you every year. That's April 30th through September 15th. It is going to be a bear. It'll be very, very stressful for you. And again, a little dab will not do you in deliverance. You need to be really ardent about getting cleaned up every time you meet with God. You should have a group of people that you meet with constantly. We do it daily. We go through deliverance almost on the daily. And it served itself well, very, very well. But do you see what got Dan in trouble as they moved into January? As they're a January tribe, they weren't coming into the new year looking for the new thing. They went back to Egypt. They went back back to, I'd say, even October, being the fight between the serpent and the eagle. They went back like a dog to its vomit. they like, I don't have anything wrong with me. They reacted instead of responded in love. They didn't ask God for what he thought about a situation. They did what was right in their own eyes. And that's the biggest problem we see in the body of Christ right now. Everybody's doing what's right in their own eyes. So we have all these church splits. We have all these church issues. We have people acting like hell. Tolerating the spirit of Jezebel, where the Bible clearly says, no, don't do that. Force these people to get delivered so they have to go. We don't tolerate it. We love you. But it's not your way. It's your way. So we're seeing a very religious, very rebellious people fighting God like Samson did. Literally until the end of the age where God has to allow them to walk through such difficulty until they finally have their eyes open to the truth. I guess my question is, why would you want to put yourself through all that when God, when he tells you, all you have to do is ask me. I'll tell you if you're in a test. If you are, I'll give you the answers. I'll tell you exactly what to do to pass it. <clears throat> Every single time. But then, you know, sometimes I think when we're in a test too, if we're not willing to accept the outcome, or accept the purpose is a better word. If you're not willing to accept the purpose of a test, because you're so locked into warring all the time, fighting your own battles, and nobody's ever gonna treat me like that. It's I'm not gonna lie, it's, it is tough. Injustice is tough, but God's ways are not our ways. If you want to come up into Yahweh's way, into his heart, you're going to learn to put your flesh down in order to step into these higher levels of revelation. And so we see this people group then stuck in the serpent side of themselves as God had intended for January to be a month of new revelation where we could have entered a new level. Where we're seeking the king for new dreams prophetic revelation to where we begin to move into february to present those dreams to the king the tribe of asher who gives us the true ability to rule and reign over the demonic things that so easily beset us so as we top out at top of the hour and we wrap this up today <clears throat> january then if you know anything about what this whole conversation has been about today becomes a make it or break it month to determine which tribe in prior seasons have been transformed enough to come up into higher levels of love did they choose to stay in the same spirit or flesh or were they transformed by god through deliverance that he could take them higher into his heart did they continue to demand their own way they continue to fight the truth of god god is the way the truth and the light or did they submit and obey trusting god in the new place <clears throat> and i don't know about you you know it's it's interesting going back to my first question that i was talking to you about about how people get stuck and, and they get stuck in their walks after <clears throat> years of service to the lord I, I think that sometimes we can take god for granted We can take our walks and our positions with God for granted. And we can get so used to doing the same old, same old, every day, all day, especially if you're leadership. You can get stuck. And and it's because you've lost that first love, that passion for the Lord, like you once had. But there is a way to rejuvenate it. And I believe that's what God is bringing us back to this season, where he's saying, sit at my feet. Sit at my feet. Wait for me to talk to you. Don't do all the talking. Seek me like you once did. So I can tell you what I would have you do. I can explain to you what you're walking through. And I can bring you out of the old and into the new. So it's trusting him. It's the trust test I've talked to you guys about. So where Dan was a judge demanding truth and justice. Every year at this place, we're going to see how God... Has brought us through many situations some just some unjust but the key to me comes in our willingness to trust God with the outcome of all situations he is God and we are not he is sovereign he will have his way acts 539 if something's of God if a person's of God if the ministry's of God you cannot stop you cannot stop God Or we can just be like dan and mess up our blessings never entering into our promised land always demanding to fight our own wars like we've done in the past days but i believe this january is the new year where god's demanding that we do things a new way lest we find ourselves in the temperament of past seasons just like the tribe tribe of dan did they got stuck in their old ways which is the problem within the body of christ now we see that many have lost their way in the lord and they've lost the willingness to say, Okay, God, you see all. You have everyone's heart in mind, not just mine. It's not just about me. But I trust you. And I'll do this your way so that I can enter in and keep entering in and continue to enter in at deeper levels that will bring me the closest I've ever been to. This is important. This is important with where we now stand. In the Lord and we have to understand from this point on if we're gonna move from faith to faith and glory to glory we're gonna have to get the story straight who's God and who's not I don't care who you are I don't care if you're the king of Sheba I don't care or the queen of Sheba <laughs> get that right But anyway, all right, we're going to wrap this up and let you get on your way. I hope you guys have had a great week. Um, I'm Dr. Missy. We do these on Tuesdays and Fridays. I only did one this week, so you didn't miss anything. Had some things come up. So we're taking care of business and moving on down the road, getting you on into your weekend. But I hope you guys have a great weekend. And then I will look forward to seeing you next Tuesday. Until then, see you then, guys. Bye-bye.